Freak. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the hour where there's nothing left to prove. Experimental aggression. It's a perfect world being burned. This is the maniacal hour. Pure 100% underground. Powered by the emotion of self-passion. This is how we get It is Saturday, January 15th, 2022, and you are tuned in to The Blow-Off, presented by Atmark Media Online, atmarkmedia.com, the Hameen Media Group at channelattitude.com. I am your host, Dr. Jargo, Ph.D., and I am joined alongside my tag team partner. He is the COVID kid. He is the man from the PWC. He's the GAG. He's my man, Jimmy T. Welcome back to your show, my friend. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be back. And uh, yeah, man, COVID's running wild down here, brother. Yeah, it seems as though COVID's <laughs> running wild a little bit of everywhere. It's shaking up some plans for WWE. <laughs> now it's shaking up plans inside of AEW. We've got interim champions running around. They, they, they took no more belts, Jimmy T. And you know what they did? Rather than no more belts, they just duplicated an already <laughs> existing belt just to troll me. Just to troll. That's what Cody's doing. He's just trolling me. He knows that he owes me a whole bunch of money from saying most in Gobernobres de Japón correctly. 50 bucks every time. That's what he said, ladies and gentlemen. Cody Rhodes, you owe me a whole bunch of money, and now you're trolling me. You're trolling me. Now there's two TNT champions. Jimmy T, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Well, that makes two of us. But you know what, Jago? That's what you call professional wrestling in today's day and age, bro. That's just stupidity. Professional wrestling, bro. Two TNT championships. Right. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, when we talk about stupidity, we're not even going to talk about Hiroshi Tanahashi today Um, because I I still think Tanahashi versus Kenta, probably the worst match that I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I know people are putting this match over. I know people loved it. That is quite possibly the dumbest series of spots that I've ever seen in professional wrestling. You just don't take those kind of risks. You don't take those kind of risks. I love Tanahashi. I love Kenta. I hope Kenta gets well soon. Did you see all the injuries Kenta got out of that stupid bump? I saw the match. I didn't see all the injuries. (laughs) Bro, he has a broken nose. What? He has a a broken hip. I mean, he has... I saw one. Yes. I know about the nose, but the hip. He dislocated his hip on that stupid fall onto a trash can. Oh, no, I didn't know about that. I think I did hear about that. I even saw one report said he had a broken back. Oh, God. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ludicrous. Absolutely ludicrous. But, Jimmy T, I wanted to do a championship edition today. The championship edition of the blow-off. I want to talk about all the world champions today and kind of what we have going forward for them in 2022. And, of course, we have to start with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, of course, he is the head of the table. He is the head of the biggest pro wrestling company in the world. He deserves the top billing, and it helps that he's facing off with a guy from Iowa. Yep, that's right. (laughs) Seth Rollins back inside of the championship picture. We are so out of challengers over on SmackDown Live. Now we're sending guys over from Monday Night Raw. Um, I'm okay with this. I actually kind of predicted this was going to happen because let's face it, when you have the shield, you can always fall back on, on good old what brought you to the dance, right? Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Unfortunately, they're both heels at this point. Um, Jimmy T, I kind of feel like Seth Rollins is going to win this championship from Roman Reigns. And I think I kind of like that. And I know why you said that, because if Seth Rollins does end up winning the championship, then you can move on to a, say, Bobby Lashley beats Brock. Then you can get back to Brock against fucking uh, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, right? Well, and we do have Brock versus Lashley, both those matches going down at the Royal Rumble. And there's a couple of different options here. 
and I'm not really sure which one I like the best. Option A, Roman Reigns beats Seth Rollins. He is the champion of the universe. Brock Lesnar defeats Bobby Lashley. He is the champion of the world. They can go on their collision towards WrestleMania, both of them as champions. You can tell that story. Right. Or we could go with one or the other. Like you could have Seth Rollins defeat Roman Reigns. You could have Brock Lesnar beat Bobby Lashley, and you could somehow end up with Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the championship of the world. You could get there. You could do Lashley over Brock, which is not going to happen. I, I just, I don't see a world where you're that right. happens. I'll, um, I'll, I hope it does happen, but you're, you're right. It yeah. I, I, I think people are going to be very disappointed in that match. And, and we'll talk about why here in a second, but you could have Roman as the champion of the universe, Brock Lesnar as the challenger, or I kind of like this idea. What if Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns? What if Lashley beats Brock Lesnar? And neither one of them hit a championship as we head on the road to WrestleMania. Like that's actually pretty intriguing to me. I kind of like that possibility. I just, there's no way Bobby Lashley is going to beat Brock Lesnar. See, I'm leaning towards Rollins and Lashley winning, right? Really? Oh, you think that wait, they'll wait, put wait, wait. Lashley over Brock? I Let just me explain. don't see it. I need to see the go-home shows and all that to make my mind up completely, right? But I'm just going by right now. Yeah, we're still two weeks out. Right, right. I can see that kind of happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, only because it makes more sense. It, it makes sense to, does it really, does Roman against Brock really need to be for the championship? No, absolutely not. Right. It doesn't need to be, but you know, it's going to be. Right. You, you're right, man. Maybe I'm, it's wishful thinking on my behalf, right? But I don't know, man. I don't know. I can see something like that happening because I'm kind of shocked that the Lashley against Brock match is happening at the Rumble, right? I would have thought they were going to lead up to WrestleMania with them two. I mean, right. the talk of them two being, you know, going up against each other has been raging on for how long now? Well, and I let, let's talk about Brock and Lashley because I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell Bobby Lashley is going to beat Brock Lesnar. In fact, I think it's more likely Brock Lesnar squashes Bobby Lashley. I, I like. I don't think this is going to be good for Bobby Lashley in any way, shape, or form, man. I just don't because they're doing it so quickly. There's no creative right. program going Absolutely. into this, and I think it's just going to be Brock over Strong over Lashley. I just don't think they view okay. Lashley in that capacity, and they're just using him as a stepping stone to what they really want to get to, which is Brock and Roman. Okay, I'll do you one better, and and this is like outrageous booking right now because it's the chance of this happening is pretty close to zero to slim, right? But how about this? Have Lashley, if Lashley does lose against Brock Lesnar and doesn't, you know, get the universe or sorry the WWE Championship, how about he's the one that ends up costing Brock in the future against Roman Reigns? Say if they have a title match at WrestleMania. And then that's how you fucking run away with Lashley and uh, Brock in a full-on feud. You know what I'm saying? The way this thing is being built, I don't see any way people are not going to be disappointed. Because no, sure. there's a lot of people that really want to see Lashley win this match. And, and number one, I don't see it happening the way that they're telling the story. And I don't think Lashley would get anything out of it. Like, I think Lashley would have got something out of it five years ago. Right. But at this point, I just, I don't feel like Lashley gets the rub that they're looking for when it comes to beating Brock Lesnar. I think this is what I really think is going to happen. I think they open the show with Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. I think one way or another, probably nefariously, Seth Rollins beats Roman Reigns to become the champion of the universe. Then I think Roman Reigns enters the Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, and challenges Brock Lesnar for WrestleMania. It has been said Seth Rollins was supposed to win at day one. He was supposed to be the right. champion of the world. Clearly, they were going to Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. They have said that their plans are not changing for WrestleMania because of Roman's COVID diagnosis. Right. This gets them to the same place. Seth is champion. 
you have Roman and Brock involved with a championship. It's just flipped where Brock is champion. Roman is the challenger and Roman like bring Sammy Zayn out at number one for the Royal rumble. Roman Reigns comes out, destroys Sami Zayn, and says, I'm number one in the Rumble. He literally eliminates everybody. He squashes everyone. And then he challenges Brock Lesnar, who squashes Bobby Lashley. And you go off the air with Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar face-to-face. Seth Rollins is the champion of the universe. Brock Lesnar, the champion of the world. And Roman Reigns is his challenger. And then whoever wins the elimination chamber is going to challenge Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Right. And and what you just laid out right now is exactly what that would be probably thinking. 100%. And that makes the most sense. You're... You've hit the nail on the head. That's probably what's going to happen. No doubt about it, man. So I agree with you 100% because it's a clear path to WrestleMania between all four of them. Because I really felt like Drew McIntyre was going to win the Royal Rumble. Um, And because I thought they were going to go to a triple threat with Roman, Brock, and Drew at WrestleMania. With Drew out with a neck injury, Roman versus Brock, that's your main event, at least of night one. The only other guy that I could see potentially winning it is Big E, the way that they're framing him right now. Yeah. Big E, man. Uh, I'll be disappointed if he wins the Rumble, put it that way. Like, I, I just don't think he's the guy. Uh, on the Raw side, it's got to be Lashley for me. But like you said, well, Lash is Lashley even in the Rumble? No, I don't think so. I don't believe he is. I don't know. That's a good question. Sometimes when you know there's matches, they're also in the Rumble. They used to do that a lot back in the well, day. Like, for me, I think... So I, I put on Roman versus Seth early. I have the men's Rumble as like the semi-main event. And then, and, then the and then I headline with Brock versus Lashley. Regardless of how that match is going, that's my headlining match. I headline with Brock Lesnar. I would too, but whether they do that is another question. Don't be surprised if they even flip it and have Brock versus Lashley as the first match I mean, because I, of Rumble. Well, no, I I don't think you can do that. I think I think that has to go on after the Rumble because I open with Roman versus Seth because I have Seth win. Then I have Roman, Roman enter the Rumble. the Rumble. Right. And then after that Brock has to retain the championship. Like there's a series of events that have to line up inside of the rumble, but I make it the Roman Reigns show. Seth Rollins beats him at the beginning of the show. In the middle of the show, he wins the Royal rumble at the end of the show. He challenges Brock Lesnar. It's, it's the Roman Reigns show. No, absolutely. And if you do go with the Roman Reigns, like just squashing everybody in the rumble, just say no, no, not squashes. He smashes everybody. (laughs) All right. That's my new Two favorite thing, man. Like, I, I love Roman Smashes Reigns everybody. saying he's going to smash everybody. <laughs> well, one of two things is going to happen. Either A, he becomes a total baby face because of that, right? Or the total opposite. Everybody just shits on him like they used to because, you know, he just fucking annihilated everybody. And, is it time yeah, to are... turn Roman? Like, mm. because I feel like it's really damn close. It's close. It's very close, man, because he's fucking over, man, as a babyface right now. I hate if to say you it. Do that, if you do that at the Royal Rumble, okay? So he loses. He gets humiliated at the beginning of the show. So you have mm. all this sympathy on Roman because of the humiliation of him losing the championship. Backstage, like, you know, a little bit later on, he finds out this is what I have to do. I have to win the Royal Rumble. He comes out, he destroys Sami Zayn at number one. Sami mm-hmm. doesn't even make it to the ring, so he can aid into his conspiracy. Yep, it's <laughs> <Right>. a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. Roman enters at number one, and he literally smashes everybody. I love that man. I'm he wins cool the that. Rumble, right? A- after smashing everyone, they're not going to like it at the beginning, but by the end, people are going to be like, yeah, Roman's it. on a mission. Right. Absolutely. And then he challenges Brock Lesnar, who is with Paul Heyman. I like. I, I hate the idea of turning Brock heel at this point. 
I really do because I love babyface Brock Lesnar. Me too, and it's a hard decision, man. I mean, is it time to turn Roman Reigns babyface? Because I know it's close. It feels really close. It's it's definitely very close, and it's. I'm glad you brought it up because I think it's time we did have that conversation. Because whether people would like to admit it or not, the guy's over, bro. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, he gets cheered, dude. He really does. He gets cheered. Roman Reigns gets fucking cheered. Well, he gets so, cheered because he's a badass who's right. going out and he's smashing everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, people want to cheer that character. And it's the same thing with Brock Lesnar right now. Like, Brock's been going out and smashing everybody for years. People yeah. want to cheer Brock Lesnar. He's not a heel. What, what, Brock Lesnar doesn't talk shit about the fans. He's he not doesn't. walking he around punching doesn't. people in the dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. Brock Lesnar, he's, he's just a dominant force. He's a badass, and people want to cheer a badass. Absolutely. Roman is getting to that point, too. And you're spot on, bro. Brock Lesnar is not a heel. Tell me a time where he was a heel. Oh, okay, maybe 2003 with Zach Gowan when he threw him down the stairs. You know what I mean? The, the only thing do- that makes him heel at this point is, is Paul Heyman right but even this go back to when he first came back to WWE, he was was he really ever a heel even when he came out with the fucking money in the bank briefcase right the boom box that's not I a fucking boom box thing. brock me too bro i mean come on <laughs> he's never really played the heel not that fucking badass dirty motherfucking heel who would just hit you from behind and he's not that guy he just tells you the truth He's going to tell you what he's going to do to his opponents, and he does it. That's and that's what Roman Reigns has been doing for right. basically a year now. He's going to smash everyone, right? And, yeah, now, and now he's positioned against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is clearly a heel. Right, and he's easy to fucking hate, who too. Do you they, know what I'm saying? Who do they want you to cheer in this program? It's Roman Reigns. Clearly. And I've always said this, man. This has always been the plan for Vince McMahon with Roman Reigns. Always. He finally gave in turning Roman heel. And believe me, he would have kicked and punched all the way to doing that. He wouldn't have not wanted to do it, but he fucking did it because he had to give in. Think if they would have done this five years ago, like we told him to. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Vince, he's going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, he's not going to listen to the fans. He listens to himself, but he had to give in and he did. But the ultimate goal is to get everybody cheering him again. And that's what's happening. And it's you're right. We're very close to him turning into a full-blown baby face, man. It's nearly that time. And then you have Starscream, um, otherwise known as <laughs> Seth Rollins, who has no redeemable qualities at this point. None. Even as a baby face, bro. You just he's easily hateable. Yeah, he, he's very hateable. You want to see him get punched in the face, whether it's the outfits. Like I think Seth is knocking it out of the park right now. He is, he is. Sometimes but I, I don't understand him, but he's knocking it out of the park. I I also feel like Seth is more adept to being the champion over on SmackDown. When I look at the SmackDown roster, there's a lot of workers on SmackDown, and Seth lot, can go right. out and have a good match with just about anybody. I kind of like the idea of Seth Rollins as the SmackDown champion right now and moving Roman Reigns as well as Brock Lesnar over to Monday Night Raw. Let's face it, NBC Universal, they paid a shitload of money for Monday Night Raw too. Like Fox has had theirs for the last year and a half, right, two years. Right. Now it's time for NBC Universal to get theirs. It's true. I mean, I mean they both it feels paid like Raw's becoming the better show at this point. The last three weeks, I, I can agree with you, definitely, 100%. But still, that third hour just kills me, But you oh, know what yeah. I mean, compared to SmackDown. But in saying that, so we're going to have Raw become the A-show again, and, and SmackDown is going to become pretty much the workers' show? I mean, unless you're going to unify the titles and, and unify the rosters, I feel like this is what you're going to get. They only have enough of a roster for one show. And it's either like SmackDown is going to get theirs for their period of time. And then raw is going to get theirs for their period. And and then it'll flip again and go back over to, because you got to keep both partners happy. Right. I mean, what the hell else do you do? It's true, man. I mean, you're you're spot on. And and let's be honest. Raw was always Vince's real baby. I mean, SmackDown is too, but not compared to raw. I mean, remember when Heyman 
was booking SmackDown back in 02. And, you know. SmackDown 6. Right, exactly, man. And they overtook Raw in the ratings. Vince fucking hated that. Even though the, the crazy old man owns both brands, for whatever reason, he's competitive, even in his own bubble, dude. It's funny that you bring that up. Because for me, the idea of the SmackDown 6 and how the SmackDown 6 was presented was the best idea I've ever seen for professional wrestling. Because you have your title picture and then you have two other kind of minor feuds. You can milk the SmackDown 6 for two to three years worth of great television. And And then you just kind of have to rotate it, right? Right. Right now. If you were looking at the WWE main roster, who's the WWE six? What six, bro? <laughs> there's there's Brock Lesnar. Right. There's Roman Reigns. Yeah. And then. And then. <laughs> tell me. What? Big E? I mean, well, I feel like. Right, Seth, let's be honest. Seth, Seth Rollins, Rollins. Yes. Seth Rollins would be in that. In, in the, in is the Kevin right Owens in that six? Ask me again in about two weeks with Kevin well, Owens. Uh, let's find number four before we throw Kevin Owens out because at right. this point, I feel like Kevin Owens is damn near number four. Jesus. I mean, who I'm, else is in that mix? I'm really thinking hard, dude. Um, Kevin Owens, Lashley, Drew McIntyre? He was. He could have been, but I mean, I, I, lately, I feel like I'm stretch. AJ Styles, you're stretching. Oh, another one that would have been, but lately his booking has been subpar. Who are you putting at number four? Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. Who's number four? That's a good question, dude. I mean, is there we really have a number five four? hours of television? And we can't come up with number four? Oh, okay. What about Orton and Riddle? Okay. There's an argument there. Okay. Well, Randy Orton, I absolutely put into that right. equation. Um, let's talk about Orton and Riddle a little bit. I mean, we saw Alpha Academy take the tag team titles. Surprisingly, right. I assume at the Rumble, we get the rematch. Then we get the blow up. WrestleMania Between is Orton the blow up. Right. Is Matt 100%. Riddle is Matt Riddle the guy that turns on Randy Orton at this point? I mean, Randy Orton can take that loss. That's not a big deal. I feel like if you turn Randy Orton heel, you're fighting upstream because I feel like Randy Orton is the most over guy in the company yeah. that's not named Brock Lesnar. That's weird, right? So you give Riddle the win over Orton at WrestleMania to make Riddle into a new star? Question mark, right? Um. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I would. I would do that because I think Riddle's got so much untapped potential. I, I laugh at watching him on NXT as the shaman to the little rascals. That's fucking funny shit, bro. That is fucking funny. I'm not going to lie. But but the Orton stuff, see, I think it's time for Riddle to get, you know, for the machine to get right behind him and push him to the moon, man. Well, I mean, he is 35 already. Right, like, he is. If, right, if you're going to do something with Riddle, you need to do it now. It's now. No, definitely, man. And I think he does have potential to be in that six. But if you want to be unbiased, Jago, right, about the six and just going by performers, Drew McIntyre and AJ Styles, especially AJ, has earned to be in that six. Sure, his booking has been pretty subpar in the last year and a half, probably. So, so but- we're at Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns... Seth Rollins, right? Drew McIntyre, AJ Styles, and Orton, and Orton. That's that's our new WWE six. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. I mean, really, you, and we're stretching, bro. Edge, I, I mean, oh fuck, Edge, right? Well, and 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 the thing is with Edge, I don't know how much he's going to be around, especially post WrestleMania. And even the Miz, there's an argument for the Miz to be in that six. Let's be honest. And I'm not the biggest Miz fan, but shit is, you can argue him being in that six, bro. Who else should we be looking at as potential Royal Rumble winners at this point? There's not many. 
Like, I would love to see AJ Styles win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's a gold watch that AJ needs on his resume at some point. Absolutely. But I don't I'll... feel like this is the year. Can we go Nakamura again? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I mean, don't think so either. I, I don't feel like Shinsuke is in that conversation. He's just on Q's control doing his own thing, man. That's that's yeah. all he's doing, which is a shame, but it is what it is. Although Shinsuke did bring up an interesting point in an interview that he did or some shit. I, I did hear him say he wants to go back to New Japan. Is there an anniversary show coming up or something like that? Well, I mean, the 50th anniversary show should be at the beginning of March. Oh, well, there you go. Well, then he well, he's come out and said he wants to be part of that show. How? I don't know. Maybe it does happen. I can see it happening. Don't be surprised, dude. But That's we'll interesting. See. Yeah, hmm. it is interesting. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I, I just feel like they fucked up with Nakamura so bad. And it's a shame because I'm such a huge fan of his. I still am. But I hate seeing what I'm seeing on my screen. You know what I mean? Of, of all the talent that they had to choose from, Nakamura was the worst one for them to choose. And, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to, to Shinsuke Nakamura, but when you look at Hiroshi Tanahashi, when you look at Katsutori Shibata, when you look at Kazuchika Okada, when you look at Tetsuya Naito, those guys have a commitment to the industry. They want to be the best professional wrestler in the world. Shinsuke Nakamura has so much God-given talent and charisma and the rip on him, even while he was in New Japan Pro Wrestling, was he was lazy. Yeah, he would, he, he would turn it on for the G1. He yeah. would turn it on through Wrestle Kingdom season. Absolutely. And then he would turn it off. It's so true. I mean, when you look back on it, I mean, and, and look at his best matches even in New Japan. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the match against Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom? Absolutely. That was one of the best fucking matches I've ever seen, ever, yeah. like, period. And that well, was a hard-hitting match, too. And I'm pretty sure what got Shinsuke Nakamura signed was, was no, when they yep. showed when they showed Vince McMahon the video footage of AJ Styles. Oh, yes, right. They showed him the video footage from in the Tokyo Dome in the main event against Shinsuke Nakamura. And Vince was like, yeah, I'll take them both. Yeah, no, you're right. But guess what? You know what? I, I'm one of the very few that probably thinks this, but I thought that match was actually overrated, dude. Oh, I agree. I well, agree. Big time. But people talk about it. It was up great. Like Don't get me wrong. It was no, no, great, it was, but, but it wasn't as great as the way people remember it, man. No, but it, there was a lot of the Western audience tuned in, and that was their introduction to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Absolutely. It holds a very, very special place in their heart. And AJ was fantastic in that match. Oh, he, he was. Definitely and then was. there's Nakamura. Like, I love Shinsuke Nakamura, but it was like once he realized Hiroshi Tanahashi is the ace. Kazushka Okada is the next ace, and the I'm the guy in between. Right. Nakamura was out, especially after like chaos was taken over by Kazushika Okada, which is really Shinsuke Nakamura's crew. To yeah. be to be honest, I mean people don't realize as that. much as Devitt is responsible for yeah, Bullet Club, Bullet Nakamura right. is responsible for chaos. Absolutely, and I felt the Nakamura chaos was actually better than I'm going to say it better than Okada's chaos because. The way when Nakamura was in charge, it felt like a mafia, like a Yakuza crew. At least, at least you know they had saying? an identity. Right. You know, they all wear their suits and all that. That was cool, man. What is it now, dude? It's chaos. <laughs> literally. I it's mean, literally chaos. You literally have Orange Cassidy and Toriyano <sighs> in the same faction. And Yuta. Yeah. yeah Wheeler Yuta, um, it, it, Chucky T, Trent. <laughs> Uh, Rocky Romero, like that's one side of chaos. And then on the other side, you know, you have guys like Yo and Ishii and Okada and Goto. And, the real guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's chaos inside. Of yeah. Chaos I, at I, point. I'll never understand whose decision it was to have best friends pretty much in fucking chaos. I know Beretta and, and Romero and they've always been part of chaos for many years, but right. But come on, man. Well, I mean, Kazushka Okada is Rocky Romero's best friend. 
I mean, true. So, I know that, and and they they sh- their boat fucking escapades are fucking funny. Yeah, <laughs> like literally. But come on, man. And Rocky Romero, I think he's cool to be part of the crew. I think he can turn it on and off whenever he feels like it too. Absolutely, it's just up to him. You know yep. what I mean? But yeah. he just does that Santino type of shit too much these days. The story of Rocky chasing IWGP Junior Heavyweight Gold is one of my favorite stories, and I hope it Absolutely. never comes true. I hope it never comes true. I hope it's Why? like the Tommy Dreamer, like ECW thing. Right, like, right. They right. really fucked up when when Tommy Dreamer finally won the title. Yeah, like he never should he have won the ceiling. title. Right. There was nowhere, nothing else. There was nowhere else to go yep. with Tommy after that in all promotions. Yep. Yep. I yeah, hope, and I hope they do the same thing with Rocky. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk the women's rumble a little bit. Uh, Mickey James into the women's rumble caused quite a stir on the professional wrestling message boards and whatnot. Everybody very, very happy for Mickey James, except me, <laughs> except me. I'm, I'm kind of pissed about this. Um, and, and I'm pissed about this, not because of Mickey James. I love Mickey James. Um, I think she's a great talent and, and it's absolutely awful what the WWE has done to her over the course of the years, whether it be piggy James or whether it be them sending her, her shit in a goddamn trash bag. Fuck you, yeah. Mark Carano for the record. Yeah. Um, but Mickey inside of the rumble. And the thing that bothers me about this is this is why WWE continues to get away with this shit. There's no accountability. The talent always goes back. No matter how badly Vince and company treat a talent, they always go back. And I'm tired of people going back. I feel like Mickey was in a real spot here to where she could make a statement and be like, you know what? They wanted me for the rumble. And I said, no, fuck you. I'm the impact women's champion. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. Like and, and instead she's she's taken the payday. And I, I don't fault you, Mickey. I love you as a talent, but I am just so sick and tired of seeing talent get treated like shit by this goddamn company. And then they go back. And that's the problem, Jugger. Had had how do people expect change, right? Including the performers, right? How do they expect change when they don't change themselves? They're all full of shit, bro. A lot of them are full of shit. They all talk shit when they're away from WWE and whatnot. But once they come calling, they're like, please, sir, please. You Thank you, I mean? sir. Can I have another? Yeah. yeah. Another slap to the face. And heck, you might as well kiss Vince's ass. Don't, yeah. and I don't care what anybody says. That kiss my ass shit was a lot more real than people fucking realize, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, just look at the people that were kissing his ass. They had legit heat with him during that time, man. You know what I mean? So... It is what it is. Vince will never change. That company will never change. Yet the performers continue to literally suck Vince's dick. They always you know go what I mean? back. And it Including fucking Mickey. I'm sorry, Mickey. And I said this on the extra. I was talking about the same thing. Where's the self-respect, man, for herself? Does she really need to go back to WWE at this point? I wouldn't think so. Right, but clearly she. But I like, don't know. I'm, I'm sure to Mickey, she feels like she's writing this great wrong, and I understand. It's not her that. job, though. I exactly. Well, I understand that. All they're gonna do is they're gonna treat her wrong again. Is 100%. there? There's no chance in hell Mickey James is winning this thing. No, don't be silly. You don't know what surprised. I mean? And, and, and right. anything less than that is not writing this great wrong. No, absolutely not, man. And the only way that they can write this great wrong, like WB, that is, have a go all the way and be the final four in the final four of, the, of this rumble. Then I might fucking give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. But I've got a feeling she's going to get tossed out pretty fast, dude. So they're announcing a lot of talent for this thing. Uh, we even saw Lita come back. Evidently, Lita has been cleared Before. for a return. Right. Like a full on return doesn't make sense dude i i i don't like that at all i just i don't um as i look at most of the women that are being announced for this thing like whether it's summer ray kelly Ugh. kelly i Why? mean like on down the line and it's just like it, none of these girls are winning it the only mm. one that i've heard announced that i think could potentially be a winner obviously if lita is going to be returning full time no. she's absolutely in this thing but i don't think she is um 
Nikki Bella intrigues me because you know they're looking for star power let's face it they have two championship matches they have to fill i could see them going with nikki bella as short-sighted as it would be who else is in the conversation to win the women's royal rumble because i feel like the only options at this point for me is a returning ronda rousey oh that'd be great i mean i i could see that i could see charlotte flair winning this thing she's declared she's going to be in the rumble if we're going to unify you know the wwe championships with brock and roman which is a possibility let's do the same thing with becky and charlotte i i could see that um outside of that bailey maybe Mm. bianca belair maybe Mm. none of them are sexy picks um I'm, i'm leaning more and more towards charlotte especially now that Naomi versus Charlotte has been announced for the January 21st edition of SmackDown. Right. It's weird, right? I mean, and they're making announcements when they shouldn't be like, wouldn't it be better if they surprised us in the rumble for once? Well, I mean, don't you feel like, I feel like Naomi could win this thing. Oh man. And then you have Charlotte without a title whatsoever going into the rumble. And then she's absolutely winning the fucking thing. I mean, like, I, I feel like this could just be a big story with Charlotte. Yeah, it's more than likely. Going by the way WWE does things is definitely more towards Charlotte winning That's, everything. You know what I mean? It strikes me as we wanted Ronda Rousey to win the Rumble and she's not coming back. Or we wanted Bailey to win the Rumble and she's not going to be cleared in time. So we have to have Charlotte win the Rumble. So let's have her lose the title to Naomi the night before. Thanks to Sonya Deville. They can go off and feud over it. Charlotte goes over inside of the Women's Rumble and we have Charlotte and Becky. Again, let me just say one controversial thing, right? I I love Naomi. She looks great. She's hot and all that. But honestly, she's fucking flat, bro. I don't give a fuck. What anybody says, if someone tells don't me, don't care if she wins, don't care nah. if she loses, she's just <laughs> Naomi. I don't give a shit about that glow either, dude. All right, I mean, I don't it's understand. Stale. It is very stale. I need to see something different from her because at this point, she's just not doing it for me. I don't understand why so many people talk her up. I just don't see it. Right, not right now. You know what I mean? As far as Bianca Belair goes, we saw it last year, man. She had a moment at WrestleMania last year. It's not, there's no point of doing it again this year. So she's definitely not winning it. It's got to be Charlotte. Lita, I don't, I don't see coming back full time. No way. If she was coming back full time, I would absolutely consider putting Lita over. I would. Yeah, I would but too. But I just you know what? I don't see it. She's not the same worker that she once was, dude. I mean, look at the, her being in the Rumble over the years, the last few years. She's looked shocking, dude. The only one from that generation that can still pull it off, really, is Trish Stratus. Yeah, Trish looks great. I'll give she her that. She can still work too, man. Like for her age, dude. I mean, you got to give her some credit there. Compared to like your leaders, and and except for Molly Holly, she can still work. Period. And you know what I, I mean? expect Molly Holly will be in this thing as well. Right, but other than them, there's a whole bunch of divas. Is this a divas Royal Rumble or or a women's Royal Rumble? Watching NXT 2.0, I kind of feel like we're going back to the divas era. I know, which I don't like whatsoever, dude. Let's uh, let's go ahead. Let's shift over to AEW. And the first set of titles that I want to talk about are the AEW Tag Team Championships. And not because of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. <laughs> nope, we talked about them on Uncaged. But, of course, you know, it's the blow-off, which means we have to get this video in the show. exactly did he say he said i'm going to start a gofundme to get these guys some real wrestling gear and by gofundme i mean i'll just pay for it talk to my guy at g russellware and i'll take care of the bill hashtag pay it for it you gonna take care of the bill huh you gonna take care of the bill let me tell you something boy we don't need your dirty ass money what man, the fuck you think this is son man look but if you dead ass, let me get some of them big underwears like you got. Come about three Yo. inches below the neck. Hey, hey, as a matter of fact, man, we, hey, we got new gear. We got new gear. I'm going to wear that bitch tomorrow in Texas. Yo, check this out right here. Hey, you see it? Top five dead or alive, hands down, boy. You see it? Hey, go ahead and get you one. ProWrestlingTees.com, get you one. 
Huh? You heard the man down in Texas. You understand me, guy? You understand me, guy? We don't need a Texas. Hey, at this point, I'm done talking with y'all, man. Y'all gonna play this Twitter bullshit? Fuck that. Pull up, baby. Pull up. We're gonna be in Dallas, Texas tomorrow night. We're gonna be in Baltimore next week. Pull up. We right here, motherfucker. Fuck this bullshit. Twitter ass bullshit. Where y'all at? That's right, Jimmy. This is the week. This is the week. It's happening this week on Dynamite. I, I, I'm calling it. The Briscoes are showing up at AEW Dynamite this week. They're in the greater Northeast. Um, yeah. This thing has been teased to death. Them boys keep cutting the best promos on all of the internet. Um, I, I can't wait. It's going down this week. It's happening this week. Like you see FTRs wrestling two jobbers on a show in the greater Northeast. Right. Bro, this shit is happening and it's happening this week. But I feel like they, they, they're kind of missing the, the ball here though a little bit because FTR should be cutting promos right now. Well, they did this week. They, they, they cut a promo this week against the Briscoes. They actually talked. The Briscoes like went off about it. It was absolutely right. I hilarious. saw that. I saw that, but I missed FTR. Did they mention them boys? Well, I don't think they mentioned them okay, by right. name. Right, right. They'll just but, drop in hint. Right. It's happening. Right. It's happening this week. I'm excited. Man, you think, and I'm and I'm ready for it, man. I love I love Mark Briscoe in the background. Going, this week he was eating cheesy poofs. <laughs> but him saying, You want to get some? <laughs> we'll be in Texas. Come get some in Texas. Well, fucking his brother's just going off his shit at the same time. That that will never get old, man. Snacky I mean, Mark Briscoe is great. <laughs> he is, he's awesome. They complement each other so fucking well. One's the crazy one, one's the chill, just you know, the what the shit stirrer, man, the one that fucking stirs the pot. That's fucking Mark. You know what I mean? I, I, man, I love these guys. A lot of people, you know, say, you know, the Briscoes aren't going to bring that many eyes. And sure, oh, they're I not. understand. They're yeah, not. They're, look, ring of honor, they're, they're ring of honor. Right. Guys. Like, they're, they're, they're not bringing a lot of eyes. No, it's just you're right. they're, they're going to bring a level of authenticity to national television. And within like three weeks, they're going to be everybody's favorite tag team. You think so? Because. Jay Briscoe is so authentic. Like true. there's something that feels dangerous about the Briscoes. Oh, like, absolutely. Like they, if they want to go off, they're going to go off. <laughs> like you're going to give them a live microphone on, on TNT. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I hope. What the fuck did he loose. just say? Like, <laughs> yeah. like Jay Briscoe's authentic. <laughs> like that's what the Briscoes bring. It's authenticity. Absolutely. And that's what's missing from so much of the AEW product right now and pro wrestling in general. And the thing about, about, um, about the Briscoes, what people don't understand, you're probably right. They're they're probably going to become everyone's fucking favorite tag team. And it's funny when you look at, if you go into AEW forums, right? No, one's really talking about it. It's like, no one knows who the fuck they are, bro. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's blows insane. My mind. It is insane. They've it been is. around for 20 years. Right, right. And they would just, if they came out a little bit earlier, that would have been a perfect fit for ECW back in the day, man. Oh, yeah. They, they cut out for it, like, clearly. You know what I mean? It's a shame that WWE, even though the, the rumors were out there for how many years, the Briscoes were going to get signed, but it just never materialized, unfortunately. And I understand why. They're too... They're too hardcore for, for national television, well, in WWE, that is. But AEW, they've got a lot more, they're more relaxed Leniency. over there. Right, way more leniency. And I can see them obviously dropping a lot of S-bombs, but F-bombs, I highly doubt. I would never put them on live TV. Like, I would just, <sighs> That's like. the beauty. We, we saw the vignette with the acclaim last night on AEW oh, that, Rampage. God. Just show these videos, like not necessarily <laughs> these videos, but like right, not the right. Briscoes just on their chicken farm in Delaware cutting <laughs> promos. And you know, if you gotta, if you gotta bleep Jay Briscoe, that's it. Fine, just do that. Right, I'm you cool know? with that. Bleep him. That's it. You yeah, know what just mean? just have it be. You know, Mark on his cell phone shooting Jay, losing his mind about somebody. Absolutely. And the same and that's thing what, with LAX. I mean, with yeah, Santana and Ortiz, just get, give me them walking through the damn subway in freaking New, <laughs> in New York. York. Right. 
and and cutting promos just like the Briscoes up on their goddamn chicken farm. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is, I just want to bring up Jay Briscoe one more time. People didn't understand or don't understand Jay Briscoe how special he really is, man. When it's he was terrifying. having, it's terrifying, man. It's sad at the same time because he deserves so much more. You know what I mean? And f- hopefully, finally, they get that acknowledgement, which they will, I'm sure. But Jay Briscoe, man, when he had that Ring of Honor World Title run, it was a great run. It was fucking great, man. And it's sad that a lot of people don't know about it, didn't see it. The guy is fucking talented, man. And, and even Mark Briscoe is talented. Don't get me wrong. But Jay Briscoe is a freak, dude. You know what I want? I what want that? that version of Jay Briscoe versus the demented psychopath Tommaso Ciampa that was throwing Johnny Gargano off the stages and waving goodbye to him. Like, I need those two characters. I know they've faced off a a hundred times. millions of times, right. But I need that version of Jay Briscoe versus that version of Tommaso (laughs) Ciampa in my life. Like, that would be great. Fairy tale ending versus Jay Driller. Do it up. You know, in, in some weird fucking ways, they're very similar right now mm-hmm. in, in many ways. Not obviously foul mouth chumper. Well, and I mean, even their runs over the course of the years, right. like working their way up through the mid card and, and where they found themselves eventually to be champion. Right. Two very parallel paths. Very parallel. And it took Chumper years from that Ring of Honor guy. People forget that he was in Ring of Honor for how many mm-hmm. years, right? Yeah. And now the you know, Sicilian he's, psychopath, right? Exactly, dude. He was the Sicilian psychopath, man. And I love that fucking gimmick, man. I love Chump. I've always been a fan of Chumper, and I still the guy is that talented because he evolves. I mean, he's that good. You know what I mean? Yep. He, okay, his size lets him down, obviously, but Jay and Chumper, them two in a fucking feud would be something else, dude. Be right now, it'd, oh, it'd be, be great. absolutely great. The, the current incarnations of them. That's money, bro, for me anyway. As we mentioned, Champa, I do expend Ch- expect Champa to be inside of the Royal Rumble this year. Um, I hope so. AEW coming back to the greater Cleveland area in the immediate future. Um, so I do not expect Johnny Gargano to be in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I expect him to be showing up on Dynamite in Cleveland, Ohio. And can I say, Jagger, do, why though? Why do they need Gargano really, dude? I'm not. I'm I, not saying... I'm not a fan of his, but why do they need Gargano? They don't. Um, and, and I still think the best landing spot for Johnny Gargano is on SmackDown, taking the spot that Daniel Bryan left open. As as I was going to say the same thing. Face. Right, because he could be such a good, sympathetic babyface, dude. Yep. Because when he's getting punished, you feel for him, dude. Like He can sell that look Absolutely. in his eye. You bet. Absolutely. He'd be perfect for that. But will they do it? No. That's another question. No, I, I, I'm quite sure Vince McMahon does not see money in Johnny Gargano. He does not see him at all, should I say. Yeah, where is he? Damn, I looked right <laughs> I over can't him. see him. <laughs> yeah. I looked right over him, literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, let's, as we talk about the GCW tag team champions, the oh. Briscoes, let's talk about the GCW heavyweight champion. His name is John Moxley. John Moxley has been advertised for the GCW show on January 23rd. So Moxley returning in the imminent future, he's going to be taking on Homicide at that show. I I, I do expect Moxley to win that match. I expect it'll be really, really good. Very, very violent. Uh, Oh, for sure. But as as we kind of transition into AEW talk here, um, we're doing Hangman Page versus Lance Archer. And I'm, I'm very happy to see Lance Archer getting into that championship mix. I think Lance belongs in that championship mix. I also think Lance is filler until we can get John Moxley back on AEW television. Um, Unfortunately, unfortunately, Uh, very much like there are championship reigns in Kenny Omega in new Japan is a great example. He wrestled a bunch of talent. Right. That was below him. Yeah. Just to inflate the number of times he defended that title. Unfortunately, I feel like that's why Lance Archer is here against Hangman Page. This is a, a easy dynamite TV championship yep. defense for Hangman Page before the next real challenger shows up. 
we know the original plan was John Moxley versus Hangman Page, and instead they turned Daniel Bryan heel or Bryan Danielson, whatever the fuck you want to call him <laughs> this week. Is this just a way to get back on track and kill time until we get Mox back? Yes. Unfortunately, man, that's all it is, man. And I love Lance. I've spoken to him personally on numerous occasions. Same. He's a great guy. And I'm great not trying game. to be biased. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of his. I think he's – and I've followed his whole career from the days back in TNA where he was just that rock guy to now, you know what I mean, where I think he's he's finally found his niche. But for whatever reason, I don't understand TK, man. How can you not look at Lance Archer and not book him as a monster heel, dude? You know what I mean? And absolutely make him run through absolutely everybody. But unfortunately, he's nothing but filler and he's just a body to throw out right now to Hangman Page to get his win. That's it. Which is sad, dude. You know what I mean? Because he deserves more than that. For whatever reason, he's just not getting it. I don't know if it's heat. I don't know what the fuck it is, dude. I, I just don't understand. Well, returning from the injury, um, I, I do think now is a good time to do it. It just sucks that this is the spot that he's in. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does suck. And he looks kind of frustrated when you look at him, dude. He looks like, yeah. he's like uh, he knows he knows what spot he's in right now. But unfortunately, it is what it is. So if we go back to Mox versus Hangman, and it seems like that's kind of the plan here, how do we present that? Because Mox has to win. Well, and and I feel like Mox needs to come back as a baby face. Like people are going to be happy to see John Moxley on national right. TV. Absolutely. I feel like that puts Hangman in a really bad spot. They fucked him, dude. They've totally f- destroyed Hangman Page. Even though he's the champ, he's they've they've so done it so wrong with him that even if he loses the title, I'm afraid to even say this. But he could be pushed down right down the car because they totally ruined him. Like, there's no fixing him in a way either. You know what I mean? He, yeah. And he does look frustrated. He really looks frustrated as the champ. It's a weird situation, dude. Even the way he's talking on the mic on Dynamite, he didn't look that. It's like he didn't mean what he was saying. He looked very frustrated. That's the only word I can think of. He just doesn't, almost like he doesn't want to be there. There's a real disconnection right now between Hangman Page, the championship, and the way that fans feel about the championship with Hangman Page. Absolutely. Um, and this is kind of the problem when you have an underdog babyface who runs up the mountain and he finally claims the championship. Just like Kenny, like you said. Then what? Right. No, you're right, man. And he's exactly the Kenny of New Japan winning that championship. It's exactly the same thing. Kenny yep. but got over that hump by becoming the AEW world champion, though, which is a completely different run, which was, I think, a very successful run, especially compared to his IWGP title run, because yep. the chase there is what got everybody into him. Yep. And, and once he chase, won the championship, it sucked. <laughs> it sucked big time. And you're right. He had very uneventful matches against uneventful friggin' wrestlers, dude, for whatever reason. But they were just feeding him the W's, just like Lance Archer is that piece of meat with a W on it. And, and that's kind of when my feud with Cody Rhodes started, too, when he weaseled his way into that championship match against Kota Ibushi and Kenny Omega. Oh, like, we, we, we oh, can finally man. get the Golden Lovers explode, but no, Cody has to weasel it. his way into it. And it was just like, I you know what? Fuck it. you, bro. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. man, I remember that vividly, too, dude. And wasn't he wearing the Jacksonville colors that, that match yeah. right before AEW? Like, see what I mean? Yeah. How fucking... That was like, uh, King of Pro Wrestling. Right, I, I remember, remember it clearly, man. I remember it clearly. He was pretty much going, fuck you to New Japan in that match. Not just fuck you to the wrestlers, but fuck you to New Japan because that was the clear sign that AEW was going to be a thing. Yep. Yep. And he literally said, fuck you. That was not good. It was not good. It, it was not good. Let's talk a little bit of New Japan as we wrap up this week. Just a few minutes left in the show, ladies and gentlemen. And once again, Jimmy T, I, we, we covered night one of Wrestle Kingdom. We talked about that. We didn't really talk a whole lot about night two. But now right. we have Kazuchika Okada as your IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. It's about damn time. <laughs> Absolutely. 
and his first challenger for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship has reared his ugly head because there's a lot of great things you can say about Tetsuya Naito. The fact that he's a pretty man, not one of them. That's why Sonata's <laughs> in LIJ. Um, so Tetsuya Naito challenging Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. I'm excited. We haven't seen the match in a little while. Um, I, I feel like Naito coming back from his injury, being stuck in the tag team, he's he's ready to go. Okada is at the top of his game right now. He had a killer match with Shingo, killer match with Osprey. I'm looking forward to it. And it was almost like Okada was like, yeah. I expected you after you beat Jeff Cobb. I knew, I knew your ugly ass face was going to come walking through the curtain and be like, I want my shot at the rainmaker. Let's do it. So your first defense is going to be Kazuchika Okada versus Tetsuya Naito. Like for me, Jimmy, what this says, number one, Naito is not winning this match. No, I mean, no, but I, I am now looking boy, at but he's not winning. I am now looking at Naito as potentially a G1 winner because he's going to fall to Okada in this match, and that's how he works his way back in. Um, so I do think that's a real possibility. I hope so, because Naito is my, one of my favorites for so many years, man. I, I love watching him no matter what, dude. I do feel like this is New Japan saying, enough of this shit. We, we we tried with Evil, we tried with Kota Ibushi, we tried with Will Ospreay, we tried with Shingo Takagi. Enough of this bullshit. We're going back to the tried and true. We're going back to our main eventers. We're going back to Okada is on top. We have Naito in the main event. We've got Tanahashi running around with a secondary tile. Like The main event back, players right. are back in the game at this point. It's not but we're making the star for the future. We're going with the stars of right now. And it's not their fault. I mean, the other guys proved that they, once they got the ball, they just couldn't run with it, man. And and unfortunately, as good as Osprey is, he just him with the title was flat big time, right? He fizzled the out. The injury didn't time. help. Oh, of course not. But he's always getting hurt, man. When is yep. he going to learn to start wrestling a safe way where he doesn't need to put himself at risk all the time? Well, it's, but, it's, it's kind of the same thing that happened to Finn Balor, right? True, Where but it's he's like, changed, though. But it, it's kind of like, you know, the company finally was like, okay, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with your guy. We'll put him over. Let's see what he can do. And then Finn Balor wins the Universal Championship, and he tears his labrum in that match, and then he has to relinquish the championship. Fucked, right. And Vince is like, well, that's enough of that shit. <laughs> I told and, you. And Don't we're going fall. right back to Roman Reigns <laughs> on top. And that was the beginning of the end for NXT. Right. And to give credit to New Japan here, they tried. They tried they to did. go a different direction. They really did. And not only tried, but kept at it. You know what I'm saying? Once Evil was a failure, they went with Kota once. And I hate to say this. Kota was a huge disappointing failure because Kota should well, have been the Kota man. Kota didn't have a fair shake. All right, let, let's be honest. Uh, yeah. Well, and I say that because they put the responsibility of unifying unifying the titles on Kota Ibushi. He right. he wins both championships. He's the guy who gets rid of the version four. He gets right. rid of the Intercontinental Championship. That title was made for Kota, as a matter of we, fact. We, we issue in well. the right. Divas Championship of yeah. the world. They put it on Kota Ibushi, and it's pretty flat. And then he goes out and he gets hurt. You know, and it's like, okay, well, now what? Uh, well, I, let's put it on Osprey. Okay, well, Osprey goes out and it's kind of flat, and then he gets hurt, and then it they put it on Shingo, and Shingo did what he could. He it tried. Was... Look, I'll be honest, Jugger. There's only one guy that they threw something at the wall and it stuck. It was fucking Jay White, man. Yeah, and Jay is stuck in the United States right now. <laughs> yeah which is so unfortunate for him because he's getting the shit end of the stick right now, even though it's out of his control, but it must be so frustrating for him, man. All of because... this just for a goddamn green card. It's well, all about his visa. That's that like Jay White is stuck in the United States. Right. right but, but why is he so eager for it? Is there a chance that he's actually looking elsewhere? Is that what's happening? I don't know. I don't See, know. I mean, clearly there's something in the works with him, like something. Maybe that's why we haven't seen him debut 
in AEW yet. But in saying that, I think AEW and New Japan aren't on very good terms at the moment. I don't know why, what's going on, but clearly Impact has taken that position with fucking New Japan that AEW was meant to be. I did think it was interesting. I saw G.O.D. is being advertised yes, for right. Impact Wrestling. And, I mean, crazy. as much as I can't wait to see FTR versus the Briscoes, I would love to see G.O.D. like show up and ruin that party. Oh, you know awesome, what I mean? Dude. That'd be awesome. But instead, they're going to a company and a show that nobody gives a shit or watches. And Tom is another one of those guys. It's like... Yeah, we're just doing pre-tapes because I don't trust this dude with a microphone. <laughs> Although Enzo destroyed him, bro. I just want to say, when Enzo and him were having their little fucking rift, uh, have you seen any of that? No, because I, I never really? took it seriously. Oh, because bro. if you were going to put those two guys into dude. a fight. I know. All right. Oh, no. Enzo Amore, how you doing? Would not stand <laughs> a snowball's chance in hell against tomatonga you're 100 percent correct but verbally he destroyed him bro I, to the point where even tomatonga didn't know what the fuck to say bro i mean it was pretty funny i guess i just i feel like most of the time when enzo is talking the only time enzo amore ever made any sense to me was when andrew bello was impersonating him and enzo <laughs> was stealing his milk like that that was absolutely fantastic stuff i did like the enzo character has never done anything for me uh whereas like tama tonga like enzo could talk for five minutes and, right. and about all of the bad things about tama tonga and there's plenty <laughs> and and tama tonga would just have to look at enzo amore and go who the fuck is you that's true and, he and i'd be good that. and i'd be good i'd be he good like tama tonga like be like yep tama tonga won that bad. but you know what's funny he did say that and he was in front of tokyo dome saying exactly who the that fuck is you? Tokyo but you know what Enzo said he, and destroyed him? Who the fuck am I? I've wrestled at WrestleMania and blah, blah, blah. Well, who the fuck are you? And I'm sorry to say it, but he kind of destroyed him by even just saying that, dude. Well, well wait, did, did, did Enzo wrestle at WrestleMania? Because all I remember yeah, did, of did. Enzo at WrestleMania was Enzo getting concussed by the second rope. That like wasn't it WrestleMania, wasn't, though. That 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 time. wasn't but, at WrestleMania. No, 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 no. But but I'll tell you which match he was in at WrestleMania. Remember when the Hardys returned? Yeah, that's when he was in his WrestleMania match. Did he win that match? He didn't. <laughs> but still, he was there. Just, you have to see it, man, and you understand what I, I mean. Just, I, I think it was pretty funny because he's calling him Jimmy Changa. <laughs> Jimmy Changa. That's pretty funny, bro. I mean. Tamatonga is is just one of those dudes that like I ain't fucking with that guy. No, if nothing definitely. else, if you know what you know why Tamatonga wins that feud, because that? even if Enzo Amore destroyed Tamatonga, even you if he Haku. showed up, even if he shows up <laughs> with fucking big cast, he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. We got fucking King Haku. That's true. I mean and. Nobody beats that. Nobody beats King Haku. <laughs> Absolutely Nobody. Not. He'll start biting ears off, noses, everything, dude. And he, he'll tear he's your fucking legit, eyeball bro. out. Absolutely, like, man. Legit, probably the baddest man in professional wrestling history, dude. I shook hands with him once. Oh, no, you didn't. Tell I, me he broke your hand. I thought he was going to tear my fucking arm <laughs> off and beat me with it. But I no will shit. say the softest handshake I've ever felt in my life. No. Come on, dude. God. Swear to God. <laughs> Come on. I swear to God. He was like I've never met him, but he damn. was like the most polite, like he was see he that. was fucking King Haku and he was like the king of Zen. And then standing behind him was G O D. And I mean like <laughs> Tama Tonga's energy and Tangaloa's energy. All King Haku has to do is just sit there. Like oh, I'm man. fucking King Haku. Uh, man, I love that family as a whole, bro. I mean, those crazy Tongans, bro. Everything you've heard about Haku slash Meng, whatever you want to call him, King Haku even, was legit, man. Yep. But you know what? You saying that doesn't surprise me about him being soft because Polynesian people are like that. If you're yep. close to Polynesian people, dude, they're all the same. But if you piss them off, forget it. <laughs> I will take Tongans over Samoans Ooh, any day you know of what? the week. They're more vicious, but I'll take Samoans yep. over Tongans because Tongans 
I can't trust him compared to Samoans. Samoans are very loyal, man. That's, That's why true. all the island defense I've got. That's true. All Samoans, man. I don't get along with Tongans, bro, for some fucking reason. <laughs> because they're Tongans. Right. They're just fucking nuts. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just, yeah, they're different, bro. They're different. <laughs> yep. No doubt about it. So that's going to wrap things up for this week's show. Thanks for watching and or listening. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and then visit us over at Mark Media at markmedia.com. You can also get there via hittingthemarks.com, michaeljargo.com. And then you can also check me out over at destinopod.com. Wrestle Kingdom reviews coming in soon as I finally get to sit down and watch this night three. It's finally up on New Japan World. Jimmy T, have you had a chance to sit down? Have you had a chance no. to sit down and watch it yet? No, and I want to, too. I'm curious. I just don't like the old tag matches, but I, I am going to watch it. As a matter of fact, I might actually do that right now. I am I am a little disappointed. It sounds like there is a huge COVID outbreak in the pro wrestling Noah locker room right now. Like 10 Again. guys diagnosed this morning. So a little worried for New Japan after Wrestle Kingdom Night 3. You can keep up with me across social media platforms at NotJargo. Keep up with the show at blowoffpod.com, at the blowoff on Twitter. Jimmy T, tell the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks what you got going on over at the PWC. Well, we've got all sorts of shows, man. Unfortunately, I recorded a lot of shows last week, but the audio, yeah, that's another thing. I don't know if Technical I can even release issues. It. Oh, it's the worst, dude, and I'm pissed about that. But other than that, the, the skirmish is up. And look out for a new extra coming up very shortly. Very cool. Very cool. We will talk to you next week for a new edition of The Blow Off. Find us on Friday night over at the Hameen Media Group channel, Attitude.com, and the Hameen Media Discussion Group for an all-new edition of AEW Rampage Uncaged. We will talk to you next week. For now, we're off like a prom dress. See ya. Adios.